0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV
1: podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Good to be joined by Frank Warren in person, not over Zoom.
0: <laughs> how you doing, young man?
1: Yeah, oh Good. Uh, how was your travels to somewhere on Earth? they were
0: right yeah I'm back I'm back now I'm back
1: <laughs> well listen Frank um, Daniel Dubois as, as was said up there on the stage goes into a a test here where perhaps he would have been accepted to go in a, in a slightly easier fight is that fair to say against Bogdandino
0: yeah I think you're correct in saying it Umar but you know um, he insisted and we looked at it and it's a great opportunity for him provided he comes through it then it's a really good opportunity and gets uh, you know a part of the belt on, on an interim an interim belt so um you know, we hope that's what's going to happen, he's going to come through, it, but it's a tough fight for him, a big guy, very fit guy, as you can see, and uh, obviously fancies a job.
1: We always know Daniel's a, a cool guy, a cool customer, but when he gets to fight night, like, there is going to be a lot of pressure on him, surely, Frank?
0: I agree, I mean, look, you've had a lot of distractors, and you've had a lot of people who, who obviously sympathize with what happened to him in his, uh, his fight against Joe, having said that, the pressure's on him to come back and prove all his doubters wrong. So there is a lot of pressure on him, there's no doubt about it. But I think, um, I believe that he's mature enough and he's, he's you know, it's a, you, you look at him now, he's, I mean, he's just getting bigger and bigger. And I think, uh, and I'm hoping that um, he's in a better place now and will come through it. But, you know, if he's got any future in this game, he's got, these are the fights he's got to win at this, sta- at this stage of his career now. So it's all up to him, you know, his future is at stake in this contest.
1: And Of course, he's had a couple of changes in trainers. Not ideal going into a fight so soon.
0: No, I agree with that. I agree with what you say. You know, Martin uh, Martin has done a fantastic job of him getting. Was he 15, 16, and was he 15 or 16? I know, whatever it was, done a great job. Got you know, at that stage he was considered to be the number one heavyweight prospect in the world. Um, Since then, he's he had a period with. Jimmy and Mark Tibbs, and obviously he's now with Shane who's, I think, for the last three weeks. So that is isn't ideal preparation, but uh, Shane seems to feel feel that, um, you know, he's okay to move forward with this fight.
1: What are we expecting from Daniel Dubois this Saturday night?
0: Um, I would like to see him, you know, what I'm looking for is a bit more boxing, a bit more head moving. We know he can punch and hopefully uh, a spectacular KO. That would be great. That's what the fans would all like to see. Um, I just want to see, you know, s- s- See him come back and and show, come back with a lot of confidence. You know, to make a statement, and I think that's really important for him to show that he is, you know, the young, the, you know, the young guy, the, the the hair apparent. He's got to now go out and then show that he is
1: that, that he is the man. You mentioned the fans. We're going to have fans back in a thousand of them. Just a, a quick question: Why are we in Telford this week, our interest?
0: Um, we're in Telford because. Uh, that's where we're going that's the venue we booked so we're up there um and you know uh, as i say we are allowed a fa- thousand fans in um which is you know it's a thousand better than we've had in the past so obviously there'll be some uh, there'll be a quite a bit of um uh atmosphere there i think they'll generate a lot they're going there obviously because the local lad up there nathan and you know he's up there he's big tickets and a couple of the other guys on there they've taken a lot of tickets between them so um that you know we're pleased with that and i hope that's going to be a precursor to july where we're subject to you know um, the government's decision that they'll be allowing us to get back to full capacity fingers crossed
1: we'll be back in london in july i take it
0: yeah then we go to the big arenas i mean what's the point of going to a big arena if you can only have a thousand people in there it's going to look like a bloody aircraft hangar so that's the reason we've gone to telford
1: okay. Frank, uh, Tommy Fury also uh, on the card this week um, goes in against someone who's two and zero. So people can't say, "Oh, he's fighting someone with a losing record." He comes in against someone who's two and zero.
0: Well, we're just we're waiting for a couple of things to be sorted out on that bout. But provided they're sorted out, that that will be the case.
1: And just a quick word as well. There was a lot of rumours circulating about Tommy fighting someone um, yeah. that was getting criticised a lot on, online. Where did that even come from?
0: I've got no idea. It didn't come from us. We've never. I've never. Nobody from my office has even spoken to this guy ever.
1: Okay. so that's it yeah but yeah great to see uh, Tommy back in action it is it is
0: um, you know he's been in, in the States with his brother um, Tyson and he's obviously he looks well and fit so uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him back in the ring game but everyone's got to still remember he's still a novice he's a novice fighter he's only had five five fights as a pro and hadn't fought for many years as an amateur so you know he's, he's got a way to go so the expectation level i know because of his profile and because he's tyson's brother and the instagram followers and everything but you know everyone needs to put it into this perspective of where he's at he's
1: a novice at this moment in time frank what's the situation with archie sharp we learned last night that his opponent pulled out
0: yeah that the, there was a problem in their camp with covid someone tested positive so uh, we're pushing it back to uh, july
1: so he won't be out this saturday he won't be
0: out we're going to fight the same opponent in july
1: Frank, uh, John Fury is here. I will have to ask you, he did a BT interview recently which got a lot of traction. Uh, just want your response firstly to his comments and what did you think about them?
0: I haven't seen the interview, what did he say?
1: Okay, he said, uh, you know we were talking about the whole arbitration thing uh, on our last Zoom interview, he essentially said that Team Fury are to to blame for this situation, etc., and that he's, he's not very happy with what's gone on. But obviously, you haven't seen the interview. So,
0: well, as far as the uh, arbitration is concerned, that was down to the arbitrator. That, it, you know, I don't accept any blame for it at all. So I don't go dumping any stuff on my doorstep. I said all along, this fight shouldn't be announced. Till everything's signed off and agreed, and it's, it wasn't signed off. And as far as uh, the arbitration is concerned, it is what it is. Um, you know. T- Somebody said to me about why doesn't Tyson vacate the belt. He can't do that. He'll be sued by Wilder for millions and millions of dollars because the arbitrator's given his decision. And add to that, even if he were to do that and think he could fight as well, the promoters would be injuncted and they would be joined in the actions as well. So. All there is to be done is for him to get this fight out of the way. Everyone's frustrated, but you know what? I'm sick to death of keep talking about the same bullshit all the time. It is what it is. You know, it wasn't dealt with, it hasn't been dealt with, but now the arbitrator has brought everything to a head. And that's where we're at. Do
1: you think boxing can learn something from this over what's happened in the last four or five months?
0: Yeah, just keep your mouth shut until something's signed on a fight of this magnitude. Until it's signed a fight of this magnitude and all the obstacles are cleared, why make statements about it?
1: Frank, are we going to learn of an official announcement soon for July 24th?
0: Yeah, I mean, that'll be up to top rank. You know, they're the American promoters of Tyson, so when they're ready to uh, announce it, we'll, we will do it jointly.
1: Deontay has put out some training clips recently uh, with his new trainer, Malik Scott, and he's done an interview as well. And he, he looks in a good place, it has to be said. I think we have to, to realise that Tyson's still going in with someone who's arguably the biggest puncher the heavyweight division's ever seen. So, and we know in the heavyweight division it just takes one shot, especially with someone like Deontay Wilder. This is still a, still a serious fight, isn't it, Frank?
0: Well, it is. and I mean, it's not arguable. You know, statistically, he is the biggest puncher. And In the first fight, he had Tyson on the deck twice. So you know he can, you know he can punch and he stops God knows how many opponents. Um, he's in with a phenomenal fighter in Tyson, who, by the way, has you know, also been inactive for quite a while now. Um, and he's got a new trainer, so they've obviously—you've like, got to assume they're working on different things. The one thing about Tyson, from what I understand, he's very focused for this fight, and he—he he wants it, and to get it out of the way. So that's what's going to happen. He can't afford to take his eye off the ball, but he's too professional to to not take his eye off the ball. You know, he knows what he's got in front of him. He knows with a big punch like them, like him, one punch and it could be all over. So he'll be very, very, very conscious of that, and. Uh, I'm quite sure whatever Deontay brings to the table, that that Tyson has has it within his armoury to deal with it.
1: But you think it ends in the same fashion in terms of a Tyson stoppage win?
0: I just don't see what he can do any different unless he learns to become a a great boxer. And at his age, I don't see that happening. I think Tyson's too slick for him, too smart for him. I think Tyson's got a good chin. And Tyson certainly showed in the last fight that, you know, he couldn't take Tyson's power when it came to it.
1: You said about the July coming back to London, but how many, how many shows do you think you're going to get across this kind of June-July period, Frank?
0: Uh, we're doing two in, July.
1: two in July. And this will be it for June?
0: Uh, Yes, because of the uh, Euros, and uh, we're still working on one of the dates in July, but um, I'm hoping there'll be two in
1: July at least. OK, Frank, appreciate your time today as always, and uh, we'll speak soon, all right? Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored
0: by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.